Every empire needs a leader to encourage, energize, and elevate them. We are Eskimos Empire, and this is the Eskimos Coaches Show with our leader, Jason Moss, brought to you by Jiffy Lube, where you can earn a $100 travel credit. JiffyLubeService.ca. Here's Morley Scott with Jason Moss on Eskimos Radio, 630 Chad. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Coaches Show. Once again, disappointing night on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium Friday. A loss to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, still in the race for first place, but clearly need to make up some ground, the Eskimos do. Four points back, and those four points came in two losses to Winnipeg. To talk about that and to look ahead to uh, Labor Day. Eskimos head coach Jason Moss with us. Hey, Jason, how are you? Doing all right. Uh, go back to Friday. We'll... Uh, we'll quickly put a bow on the game on Friday. Just uh, talk to me about watching that game over again, and uh, it, did it seem like you're watching kind of the same thing? It seems in all four losses that you've had this year, the same kind of issues yeah, crop I mean, up. Again, just you know, missed opportunities early in the game. You know, We drive down the field, and we have an opportunity to, to probably punch the first drive into the end zone and we just don't make it happen um you know i know when we watched the film there was definitely things that we could correct on that uh make a better read um you know not force a throw uh, trevor and i mean he played pretty damn well all night you know he'd like to have that one back and i think had we if you plug that one in to the end zone you know you probably feel better it might turn the whole tide of the whole game that would have been our eighth opportunity to score against on our first touchdown and maybe that opens the floodgates kind of like it did mm-hmm. in Toronto but you stall out and that was kind of the whole night you know again kick another seven field goals anytime you can have eight scoring opportunities against a defense like that and they hold you to seven field goals that's <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow and that's I think 14 of 15 scoring opportunities against them that we've scored field goals so that's very difficult. I mean, the next, if, we, if we're fortunate enough to play them again down the road, we'll have to definitely be better in that area in order to beat them. Is it the same problems, or were, was it different things coming up? I, I know you talked before about the, the red zone issues and saying every time it seems to be a different thing popping up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny, enough, I mean, whether it's funny or not. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's, it's that one thing that's affecting us from being as good as we want to be um, on offense, you know, because we're able to put up the yards every week and be able to do a lot of great things. It's just for whatever reason down there, we're uh, we're stalling, and we got re- we're going to really look into it this week, and and you know, again, uh, we're going to practice some things differently, do some things differently, so our guys get just more. Whether it's a mental block, whether it's something that we just need to do a little bit more of, sometimes it's creature of habit. We just got to do it more in practice to maybe you know get our minds uh, at ease when we're down there, because obviously it's something. Uh, it, it's been stopping us, and you know that that game pretty much came down to it. If you'd have given us two more plays down in the red zone that we believe we should be able to complete, you know, you know the game's most likely a different outcome. It must be frustrating because you're a team that moves the ball almost at will between the 20s yeah i mean it's 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 like i said it's a hard pill to swallow when you feel like you you're able to do some really good things on offense and then stall ultimately and that's the name of the game i mean that's why you know everyone asked me but i give them credit too i mean they're they're stopping us and you know they're we're playing some pretty good defenses that are doing that to us and you know when it pegs up there with everybody else that's a great defense in our league so it was it's not easy to score on them so, you know, at the end of the day, we, we just got to be better down there, and we will. Uh, it'll make us better. All those reps we were taking down there is, is going to make us better uh, down the road. 
You feel it's a thing like you mentioned we saw it in Toronto and the floodgates opened up a little bit. Do you feel once you get some confidence down there that, that you'll be as good there as you are in the other parts of the field? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to you know take a concerted effort, like I said, on all of our parts to do our jobs down there and do it better. Um, and again, like I said, we're looking into changing some, some things up in practice, how we go about doing our red zone to, to, to get more acclimated to being down there. I think, you know, maybe it, whether it's just, you know, we're just not doing it because we don't do it enough, what have you. Um, but we're definitely going to we're going to change some things up and, and, and focus more on those uh, those those areas. You mentioned Trevor Harris. Uh, man, he's just lights out right now, especially the last couple of weeks, two, two back-to-back weeks with 400-plus yards. Uh, I don't. I know you're not scoring the touchdowns, but man, it doesn't seem like he's doing many things wrong right now. No, I mean he's not. I mean he's he's playing the quarterback position about as well as you can play it. Um, again, we're hard on him, and he's hard on himself. So we know that there's things that he can improve on. That maybe the uh, to a, someone else's eye they don't see. Um, you know, and I know those two, those couple things that that we look at in the game probably help us you know and, and and maybe help us win a game and score more points for sure so you know we'll keep working with him and getting him as be- the best he can be because uh as great as he's playing he's just like everybody else on our team we can always improve in certain areas and that's the name of the game it's to improve you know we're only 10 weeks in so we want to be playing our best football as we go and as great as he's playing he knows he can play even better and that's what our jobs as coaches is to get him to even a different level you spend so much time with him during the work day and outside of the work day i guess too when you work late hours with him uh What's that relationship like? How has that grown from the start of the season? I know you knew him going into it, but you, you, I imagine you got to know him a lot better, actually. You haven't been with him for a few years since. Yeah, no, home. I mean, it, it, Trevor's very easy to get along. Um, you know, even when we're spending a lot of time together, you know, we're watching film. He's watching his own film. He just wants to be in the room listening to things. And um, he's got a very strict regimen that he uh, adheres to during the week. So he watches a ton of film. He, he goes through his reads uh, religiously. Um, to the point where he, you know, he knows everything like the back of his hand when he goes into play. Um, so he's looking at every look he could possibly look at uh, to get his mind at ease to, to be able to play uh, at his the best he can be. So you know he puts a lot of time in, and you know, like I said, a lot of times it's him, you know, sitting on the in the chair next to you, and he's maybe looking at his iPad as you're watching some film, but as you're talking through things or he's he's mentioning something he's seeing, it's all about being in the room together and, and talking through things. And um, like I said, he he's his preparation is second to none, and I've been around what I believe is some of the best quarterbacks in this league. Um, and he's right up there with all of them uh, preparation-wise and obviously on the field playing as well. That must be one of the, the neat things about the job, right? I imagine working with guys, not just the coaching staff, but with the players and getting to know them and getting their feel for the game and just having those discussions that go back and forth all the time. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, it's the thing about, you know, we, the last three years of doing that stuff with Mike, you get to know the guy, you get to know what he's feeling in the game, how he looks at things, you know, what he really truly likes. Um, and that's what I said going into this year, knowing Trevor and learning Trevor, there was some growing period there. There there's some things that, you know, we knew that we'd have to adjust to with him and we're trying to make him do some things that he hasn't done before and vice versa. He's not to say forcing us, but we're we're adapting to some of the things he likes to do. So that takes time and for us to have gelled as well as we have been uh, for the first ten weeks is isn't is amazing in my my opinion. Um, but 
there's still a lot of room for improvement and uh, you know that's again going to take time it doesn't happen overnight it's a, it's a it's a process and it's something that we all enjoy doing because it's football where's the mix when you're doing your game plan i know you've got an offense that you've put together and you've been building for years uh how much do you change to fit his style and how much does he have to change to fit what you want offensively well i think both of them i mean at the end of the day he has to um have confidence in every play that we call um we don't generally like to put things in that he doesn't see well or respond to well in practice because again he doesn't have all the reps that uh, we've had in the past with uh, with mike so we don't exactly know how it's going to look in a game at times so when we are in practice it's more feel for him we got to see how he sees it how he responds to it and if it doesn't look well in practice we try not to call it in games and but if he's excited about the play even if it didn't work in practice we know that we're on to something so it's more of that it's more of teaching the play teaching the progression having him understand the way we're thinking what we're seeing on what we're facing and then ultimately play to some of his strengths and uh you know again that takes time to see his eye to see how he sees the game and uh, feels the game because a lot of it is that it's 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 anticipation it's recognizing defenses and what they're going to do but ultimately at that point you just got to pull the trigger and you want to be able to do that without thinking Chris Strebler, uh obviously a handful, the way he runs the football. It was You talked a lot about it going into the game, what he can do, and he, he did it. How I, was it? Was it a frustrating feeling? Because everybody knew he's running, right? Uh, but it, for whatever reason, you just can't, you couldn't get yeah, him wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this, and I tried to talk to our team about this after the game. I mean, you know, when you know going in that your one job on defense is to do your job. Like it's 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 assignment sound football is what you have to play against them because there's so much smoke and mirrors with what they do. Uh, they try to isolate people. They try to pull to make it, your eyes go one way, and then they're bringing something else to this way, and they try to make a lot of one-on-one matchups, and that's difficult. And if you're not in the right gap, if you're not adhering to the right. Uh, you know people and and seeing the right things and all on the same page because all it takes is one guy to think he's supposed to do this and he was supposed to do that and all of a sudden an athlete's through the hole and they have plenty of them and it wasn't just Strebler. i mean they've got their couple of their receivers are very good at running the ball uh obviously andrew harris is great at it so um, the quarterback, though, that night made it all happen. I mean, because it all went through him. So you always had to make sure that you were sound with him. And it's difficult football. So at the end of the day, you just can't get frustrated with it. I mean, it is what it is. And you just got to continue to work and grind. And those games are always going to be difficult because there's nothing that uh, frustrates you more than giving up rushing yards in this league. Um, you know, it's it's hard. It's one of those things where it's a physical game. And when people are running on you, you feel like you've not to say you've been dominated, but that's you're giving up something. And, you know, once again, our passing game is, is second to none in this league. I mean, they've been giving up hardly anything in that category. But rushing the last couple of weeks is what we've been concerning ourselves with. And we got to be better in those areas. But you're only going to get better by working together and doing your job and understanding the jobs that stopping the run entails, uh, the responsibility that it entails. And our guys just got to get on the same page and, and rectify things and some learn from some things. I think that game was a big learning game for our defense, and uh, I think we'll be better because of it. It's almost unfortunate that you got him first. He's going to run the offense in Winnipeg for whatever it is, four to six weeks. But I, I, this is me talking now. I don't, he can't 
keep playing like that. He's just going to get too beat up. By it. And by the time he gets to that second, third, or fourth game, team's going to figure him out. He's going to wear down a little well, bit. Well, you'd, you'd like to say that that's the moniker of a running quarterback. Generally, that's what they're, it, it does happen. It, playing, being a running quarterback in professional football is difficult. And it's week in and week out. It's a long season. Uh, guys up here are fast. They hit hard. They're big. Um, so, you know, if there was a quarterback that was probably made to do it, it would probably be him. Um, but he has such a physical running style. He's not uh, Vernon Adams that can get out of the way or, uh, you know, those guys that don't get hit. He gets hit, and he gets hit very diff- very hard. So, you know, if he can keep it up, kudos to him. But uh, he's going to take some punishment. There's no question about it over yeah. the next while. All right, uh, Devers Daniels, uh, man, he's coming around. Uh, what a couple of great couple of weeks he had. Uh, first time in a long time, an Eskimo 200 yards in a game, 362 yards in the last two games. His back-to-back career best games. Uh, what can you say about that? He's, yeah, he's and I mean, he got everything. the one taken away from him in Ottawa. Otherwise, he probably had three back-to-back-to-back games that were incredible. Uh, no, he's playing at a high level. I mean, he's. Uh, you know, you could see glimpses of it in practice over the last eight weeks before he got in the lineup um, of what he is. And obviously we've played against him, so we kind of know a little bit. Um, but the last couple weeks with him being in the lineup every day with us in practice, and we get to see him and game plan for him routes that we like, that we know suits him, and that we know he, he the way he runs routes can take advantage of the defense. That's what's exciting about him now is that we kind of have that guy that we can, what do you say, play with. You know, you can do some great things with, you know, and, and because of we're, we're playing to his skill set. And uh, it's exciting. He, he's definitely di- different than our other receivers, the way he runs routes, the way he gets in and out of routes. He's very, very deceptive uh, with the way he runs routes. He's, he reads body language of the defender as good as I've ever seen a, a receiver read. So when he sees them move one way, he can manipulate them very easily. So um, it's not a surprise to us that he's able to do this. We see him do it in practice quite often. So to see him do it in the game is really, uh, it's nice, but uh, we see it in practice too. Now, now it's to the point where He's drawn, going to start drawing special attention, obviously. So that's going to be good for Ellingson. That's going to be good for Ricky Collins. That's going to be good for everybody. Yeah, I mean, the way our offense plays, I mean, you know, Greg Ellingson had about 20 targets that no one knew, knows about. I mean, we called about 20 plays where Greg was the primary target. He ends up with three catches, you know, and, and that's just the way our offense works. It, it doesn't always work the way, you know, you'd like to say, oh, gosh, you'd like to get Greg and Ricky involved. Well, we did. We did both of them. We targeted them a lot. And we just, the defense dictated where the ball went, and we threw it to a different spot. And obviously, Devon and um, Devaris, you know, made the most of their opportunities. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we try to spread the ball around always to our receivers. So they're always well thought of, the plans thought, of, thought out, thought out, I should say, of how we want to dictate it. But, you know, obviously, I've always said it. It, it, it comes down to your quarterback having the time to make decisions, the right ones, the correct ones, and then whichever receiver is there to make the play makes them. And it's always dictated by their quarterback's decision-making based on the defense of what they present. Uh, you've talked a lot about process this year. Is it difficult to not, I, I don't know, it seems like because of the loss, the, the shine kind of comes off those great performances, but it's part of the process. Is that a tough line to walk? 
You know, um, knowing that you're doing good things but not winning, but doing the good things now are going to hopefully well, yeah, make you a better I, I, team later? I, I, I'm, I mean, people that know me, I'm a positive thinker. I don't mm-hmm. think of things negatively. So when things happen to us negatively, I look at the positive. I always look at everything, but obviously I'm going to come out with, a, with something that's positive from it. Every play we have, every game we play is going to help us along the way. And I always go back to if you truly believe you're going to win a great cup, then there's got to be lessons learned along the way. And generally the hard lessons are the ones that help you the most. So that's why they say you learn more from a loss generally than you do from a win, because in a win you kind of sweep things under the rugs. When you lose, you kind of analyze things a little bit differently. So, um, you know, a loss at home against a rival, against, you know, for a first place game, all those things, you know, it's part of the process. It's part of what we are. And, you know, we didn't play well enough to win that night. They, they outperformed us. But uh, there were a lot of good things from the game. You know, our guys did get better. You know, we had a lot of guys step up. We had a ton of injuries in our secondary. We had have a guy, Jordan Boyu, have to step in and play free safety for it because of our ratio the way it was. And he had a great game filling in. And that gives, gives him confidence going forward. And if we can have one guy get extra confidence from a game, going forward for us, that's going to help us win a game down the road. So, you know, Whitey, you know, getting back on track, going seven for seven, in the, that that helps us. I mean, those kinds of things, you know, help you win games down the road. So, and the fact of the matter is our guys, you know, you stick together, you, you, you know, you're, you're never going to feel great about a loss. Everyone handles it a little bit differently, but if we come together and still believe that being close and being a close-knit team is as important as anything, you know, you hope that losses as well as wins galvanize you and make you better team going forward uh week today it's the labor day game we'll talk about that when we come back uh the eskimos coaches show with jason moss for jiffy loop continues on 6 30 chet the eskimos coaches show with moss and morley brought to you by jiffy loop where you can earn a 100 travel credit jiffy loop service.ca on eskimos radio 6 30 chad Back with the coach for a few more minutes. Uh, Jason, you got a lot of new guys on your team this year, a lot of guys who uh, got their first taste of uh, the Calgary rivalry uh, earlier this year. How much do you talk about that with them going into this game? Uh, I know it's you're, you guys are one game at a time and no game is bigger than the other, but everybody outside of the team, this game is bigger yeah, than the other I've, ones. I mean, I've not been shy to say which games are big, you know, just because it's, you know, we don't like to look ahead, but when you're talking about the week that you have in front of you, you know what it means but i'll tell you this much this week we're not going to concern ourselves one bit with the fact that it's labor day and it's calgary or anything like that i could give a crap all we want to do is go down there and win and so we're not going to get into this hoopla of the fact that we're playing labor day and all this mess of how big it is this rivalry Uh, right now our focus is going to be on ourselves doing our jobs uh playing our roles understanding exactly what we need to do and accomplishing tasks daily. That's what we're going to focus on. So I don't want to hear anything about the big week, Labor Day, any of that crap. All we're going to focus ourselves on is the fact that we're playing Calgary and we better be doing handling our business, doing our jobs this week. Different players, different coaching staff, different management, but we've heard over the last several years at, at times that uh, sometimes the moment got too big for us. We got too uh, too hyped up for it. Maybe that's yeah, kind of I the mean, approach you want to take. At the end of the day, I mean, uh, I know the record, what it's been the last however many years, so that's why I'm throwing out all that stuff. I mean, it's going to be about doing our job on the daily this week. 
and that means every moment we're in the building that's all our focus is going to be on doing our jobs we're not going to concern ourselves with monday we're going to concern ourselves with calgary it's going to be all about us going down for one one reason one reason only and that's only going to be accomplished by our guys knowing their jobs and doing it extremely well and that's all their effort needs to be is worried about that What's the line between rust and rest over this stretch? You're playing two games in 27 days, I think, right now. They're like five days apart, big games. But what's your what's your look at that to keep the guys healthy, give them the rest, but still keep them ready to go? Yeah, I mean, you know, all we're concerned about is this game, and we we're the the least rested team of the two. I mean, they've had their bye week and all that, so we just got done playing the, about the roughest stretch of football you could play. And, you know, we've had two days off now, but we're getting right back to a day tomorrow so that we can, you know, get the rust knocked off so that we can have a great week. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really too concerned about the rest of the, the days. It's just really about tomorrow and, and this week. What's key against Calgary? Um, <laughs> it's going to come down to, um, again, knowing your role, do your job. But obviously, it seems like every time we go down there, I mean, we got to finish drives, uh, start fast, faster than what we have in the past. Um, you know, limit turnovers, limit uh, penalties, all those things. You can't beat yourself against them. Um, so that, again, that comes down to knowing your job fully. And that's all, like I said, that's why our concern this week will be on us and knowing that game plan like the back of your hand so there isn't as much thinking going on out there it's more reacting and playing fast um and and making it a physical ball game i mean that's what we'd ultimately like it to be and uh we can only accomplish that by uh, playing as fast as we can 2:30 on monday a week from today uh, from calgary the eskimos and the stampeders the labor day classic one o'clock for the pregame show here on 6 30 ted with myself and dave and blake will be around as well the eskimos and the stampeders uh coach uh, thanks for this uh, good luck this week getting ready for the game Perfect. Thank you. All right. Uh, that is the Eskimos Coaches Show for tonight, brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Uh, we're back next week, but on Tuesday next week, because Monday, of course, is game day. So we'll talk with the coach next Tuesday night here on 630 Chad. My name is Morley Scott. Have a great night, everybody.